there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there. I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss, Polly Howard with you. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. Very busy show lined up today. Uh, We will preview the Pittsburgh Steelers. They are on the clock on this program. Uh, Phil Steele in 90 minutes. We'll do a half an hour of college football talk with him at that time. Mike Palm in studio. And uh, Wayne Krisky, former Reds GM, will get his reaction to what took place late last night, Paulie, in Major League Baseball. We did learn, like I think, early evening out here on the West Coast, according to uh, Tom Verducci, that the Angels called off any potential plans to trade Shohei Otani. They said, nope, we're going to keep him. We're going to go for it. And then a little bit after that, later in the evening, we found out about the trade that they made with the Chicago White Sox. As uh, the Angels have landed right-handed pitcher Lucas Giolito, he was one of the hottest names on the trade market. Um, and they got him, along with reliever Ronaldo Lopez, they gave up a couple of prospects, including left-handed pitcher Kai Bush, who as of uh, eh, earlier this year, maybe late last year, was thought of as their best pitcher in their uh, farm system. In 2022, he had a 3.67 ERA in 21 games. This year, not so hot. Six appearances in A, a 5.88 ERA. The Angels moved at DraftKings from 150 to 120 to 1 to win the World Series. They're going to go for it now. Yeah, well... We'll see. I mean, this is, they might be out of it by the time the weekend's over because they go to Toronto and Atlanta. And if we know the Angels, they'll probably get swept in Toronto. So uh, they don't even play, and they appear to be the big winners that they at least they pull Otani off the market, but then they give up their top two prospects for Giolito, and I doubt they re-sign them, Giolito and Lopez. If I'm going to give up two of my top three prospects, I at least want Cease. And the White Sox say that we, we're pulling Cease and he isn't available. Uh, so I, I don't know if this if it allows him to keep him a plus then, you know, if, if he stays now as a result and say, wow, they're going for it. I mean, this, this could be something, but everything you hear is the Cubs are moving Bellinger. Stroman's start didn't help him, no. but the Cubs are going to be sellers. The Cubs have a 37% chance to make the playoffs. The Angels are in the 10% range, 10-11%. Well, so. I mean, they are four back in the American League wildcard as we speak. Look at the teams in front of the Angels in the standings. Uh, the Yankees are ahead of them by a game and a half. The Red Sox winners last night, eventually getting to uh, a little bit That's off right. Strider in the bullpen. With a lot of help coming. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah they're, they're two and a half games up on the Angels. Then yeah. they have to, not, not only would they have to leap them, then they have to track down Toronto. 
And then Toronto is behind Houston and Tampa Bay. And uh, the Blue Jays absolutely scare me to death. That team can no doubt in my mind win the American League. Mm-hmm. They're on the list of four teams that I brought up uh, earlier in the week. Yeah, that's a huge series this weekend. And it starts with this double double header that they have today. And they're moving up Otani a day. He was supposed to go tomorrow in Toronto. So uh, that was wild. A wild uh, five, six-hour stretch. They pull Otani, and then they say, okay, now we're going for it. And they, and they get Giolito Lopez, and maybe they're not even done. I mean, if you buy those reports, that they're still going to try to add people. But with a difficult schedule and still hovering around 500 for much of the season, um, we'll, we'll see. I just think yeah, the, the 10% chance seems about realistic with, with what's ahead agree. of them with the schedule and considering all these teams are so good as well. I mean, that move last night does not make me want to rush to my apps and look for the Angels to even make the playoffs and make a bet on that. I've never even considered that, really. I don't want to do it. They have a huge mountain to to climb yet, like you talked about. And Giolito, for what it's worth, is scheduled to go tomorrow. We'll see if that actually happens. Now, because of, uh, like you said, how things got rearranged here, the game was uh, postponed yesterday, pushed back to today. Otani now is going to go in the early game against uh, Lorenzen and the Tigers there. Otani, by the way, for what it's worth, this is uh, one thing I absolutely agree with. So he was, at some spots, he was around minus $8 to win the American League MVP. And with the news from last night that the Angels are not going to keep him, he, he, that doubled. He's now minus 1600 at DraftKings. That was the first move they had to make. And I did notice that this morning because DK had a huge menu of uh, the trade deadline market guys and who, where they're going to be either throwing their next pitch after August 1st with or taking their next plate appearance with. And uh, that's been pulled off the board as of this morning. So uh, Giolito was 18-1 to 1 to remain with the White Sox. That was not going to happen, mm-hmm. and it, it, it clearly did not. Yeah, yeah. And now it appears uh, it's close to a done deal that Lance Lynn's going to Tampa, uh, if you believe those reports. So that's everyone's available except Cease now, because they still think they can contend next year. I, I don't know. You figure it out. Uh, the, the, it's about such a disappointment. Plan. Yeah, the last two years have been one of the biggest disappointments in baseball. So uh, the other thing, too, is Tampa got beat again as well. So Tampa needs help, and is Lance Lynn going to give it to him? I don't know. But Tampa hasn't won a series since late June. And now Tampa, remember, 26-1 to here at Circa at the All-Star break to miss the playoffs. They're only up four on Boston and five on the Yankees. They have a series coming up against the Yankees, uh, Houston and the Yankees, rather, what's coming up for Tampa. So they go Houston, Yankees, six left against Boston and Toronto as well. Yeah. That's, uh, Eflin, yeah, that's baseball, right? Eflin had nothing. He'd been so good at that? home. Sandy been awful. That? I know, he got roughed up. Mm-hmm. Roughed up. And then Peralta strikes out 13 and six innings. And he's brilliant. Yeah, I know. And it's one of those for whatever days. reason, yeah. the, and kudos to you for saying this multiple times, it's like... Uh, they can't hit them. It's, they can't. It's like the Brewers know. are the Reds' kryptonite. Yes. For some reason, they cannot. They can't hit. They can't score runs off Milwaukee. Yeah. But great story, and they're a game and a half back. But I mean, now the Brewers have ballooned up to a you know back to a two dollar favorite or so to win that division, rightfully so. Uh, that team, by the way, I will point this out. They are sneaky good. Nobody's talked about them again. And if you look at the Brewers' schedule in August, it. In a pair, they have like no landmines. Oh, maybe only a couple, really, to be realistic. That team can make a major push in the month of August. And then come September 1st, people might have a chance. They, they might look at the record and say, well, where'd this come from? I'm telling you, the Brewers schedule is set up brilliantly for this team in, in August to make a huge, whatever run that might be. Oh, to, yes. You know? Yes. Yeah, totally agree. That could, that could actually be in, to get in the mix to maybe get the two seed. Yeah. That's possible. So, yeah, so you look at that, it, uh, it is a mess in the National League with San Francisco, Philly, Cincinnati, Arizona, Miami. Two of them will, will be left out. Uh, the other teams will make the playoffs. But as we've talked about many times, definitely uh, whoever doesn't win the NL Central can get the wild card. And good point about an easy schedule for Milwaukee uh, the rest of the way and certainly in September. Yeah. You think the Angels are scary if they actually get in? Because uh, now uh, you can I, go... You can go Otani. He hasn't pitched well, but then you uh, also... Otani hasn't pitched well. Uh, no. No. I mean, he's been no. getting roughed up a little bit here, so then it would be like Otani and then some mixture of, what, Detmers? Maybe game two or Giolito game two if you want to go him. You have Sandoval. I think they need to make a move for their bullpen too. I saw a couple of rumors out there that th- this team might be interested to go and get Josh Hader. Mm-hmm. Well, they the, they got to survive this, though. I mean, this is at Toronto and at Atlanta after this doubleheader. 
I mean, if they 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 could go one and five here the next oh. the next six games, that, and it's like, well, okay, well, our plan just blew up. That was fun for a while. The last honestly, that's exactly what I thought last night. That's um, typical the, Angels. The, the timing of this uh, is a little strange to me because of that. Watch him go one and five, um, and we're back here next week talking about that. You're like, wait a second, now you were four out of the American League wild card, now you're seven out. And you added Giolito to make a plan to yeah. go for it? Okay, yeah. that's not exactly going to get the game yeah. plan here. Well, I'd rather be the Red Sox. I'd rather be the Red Sox where I keep winning, but I know I'm getting all these guys back, but I don't have to make a trade. Because I know I have Story coming back and say what Carabas told us yesterday and all the guys that they have coming back. And, and they're playing great ball. So that's, I'd rather, because I don't have to give up two of my top prospects. Uh, yeah. Just to get a guy, well, I have no intention of signing, it appears. Mm-hmm. I would, it hasn't been that, that great either. If you if you think about all the, the potential teams again to get into the playoffs, I personally, right now, I mean, depending on what moves the Rays could make, if the Red Sox would get in, I would actually be more scared of the Red Sox than the Rays. Certainly more scared of the Red Sox than the Yankees. Yes. More scared of the Red Sox than the Angels. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would put the Red Sox clearly ahead of either team from the American League Central. And totally, then, totally agree. Yeah, we saw that yeah. uh, the, the the lethal lineup, by the way, for the Rangers last night and what they did to Valdez. Right. Scary. My God, they can smoke well, the ball. And the other thing with this uh, is we're getting close here to uh, Tuesday. That now the, <laughs> They did it again. The Padres lost two out of three at home to the Pirates. So you, are you going to move people? Are you going to wave the white flag come Tuesday? If you can't beat Washington, Kansas City, and Pittsburgh at home and, and win the series, where are you going? You know, I mean, this is it now. We're 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 a hundred games in, so that's another one where well, we're only we're only like six, seven out, but you're gonna have to jump four teams, and you can't even get to five hundred right now, and, and what's coming up for them? So you know, good luck if you, you can't even beat the Pirates at home and, and and Washington. It's like who I'm not gonna take you seriously, and you're gonna do something in September to be a, a factor in September, right? Here's what I don't get: I, Bob Melvin was an awesome manager for the Oakland A's. Last night in the game, they have the bases loaded with one out. They have at the plate is Taylor Colway. He's batting 167 on the year. You have options off the bench. He allows Colway uh, to have the at bat with the bases loaded. And of course, the guy makes it out. He does absolutely nothing. He was over four in the game last night. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, you can't, leave, you can't leave that guy in the game. You got it. And they've talked about, he's talked about recently about how. This has been, a, you know, such a difficult season. I saw a report that he was going to retire at the end of the year. I don't know if that's, who knows? Maybe that was AI that got me with that. But um, <laughs> you can't, you can't mail it in. You can't keep that. You can't send a guy like that to the plate in a situation when you're down three, two bases loaded, one out. These games are huge for this team. And now, I mean, if they do make Hater available, I would think that they could land some serious prospects or talent in return because how many teams would be interested in getting him? Right. Like every team in the league. No doubt. You'd have to be. Or if you, if you make Snell available. Now, that's another thing. Gallon got lit up for the first time in, in what, I a know. year and a half he got lit up at home. Yep. But he's still the favorite to win the Cy Young. I, I, can't, I can't figure it out. I'm with you on that. So we'll recap more of last night's betting action in Win Some, Lose Some. That's coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the sports betting network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. 
Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in win some, lose some. Are we in trouble? Draw yesterday against Netherlands. 1-1. Lucky to get the draw. Looked like Netherlands was just going to win 1-0 after that flu goal goal early in the USA scores, but that's all they could manage. And then they play Tuesday at midnight against uh, Portugal. And they're probably going to have to deliver in that match. Pirates plus 170 beat the Padres. Rangers plus 150 thumped the Astros. The media saying big time wins some. What a move by Aaron Rodgers. Takes a $35 million pay cut. What Should Packer fans be ticked off? Of course. Yeah, there you go. They should be absolutely irate with this guy. Yeah. Um, I can't stand what he did. Wow. I mean, he could he could have been living in Green Bay in a mansion for $300,000 a year, and now he takes a, a gigantic pay cut, and, and he's in New York City? What a joke. Uh, of course the media's going to kiss his ass. He plays in New York now, and they're all Jets fans. The, na- the national media with the Jets, is just, it's as bad as it gets. It will be bad. Subscribe, be part of the team, vcin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. This is called, He Changed His Mind. This is awesome. Where they're playing the switcheroo with the treat with the dog. Two cups, right? There's a, there's a treat. Okay, which one do you want to take? Where's the treat? Oh, look at that. I got a little snack, right? And then he opens, he takes the cup up, and there's a lot more treats on the one he didn't take. He, he spits it out. He spits the treat out and says, wait a second. I want that yeah. one instead. Yeah. Look at his face. Loves it. Yeah. I want door number two. Yeah. He thinks he's the yeah, door one. He thinks he's the big winner. <laughs> oh, I got a snack. I picked the right one. And then he takes the, the cup up and there's like 10 treats under the other cup. And he spits out the one treat and goes, oh, no. Uh, yeah. Let me do over, please. This one here. Do over. Yeah, I'll tap that one instead. <laughs> Look at his face, please. Please. Can I have the other one? Sure. Spits it out. That's the best part. Oh, God. That is so good. Let's go to Raising Canes in Times Square. See where this will check in Tuesday with Matt Human's rankings. Love Raising Canes. Their drive-through, A+. Their furniture, you have the toast and then the dipping sauce with the with the coffee table in the middle, right? The chairs and the little couch is all uh, toast. Texas toast is great. Get the extra toast, no coleslaw. Very good fries, too. I'm a little surprised if Human's doesn't have this as his uh, setup in the living room. The good point. He should, right? That's right. Absolutely. And how about this story? You were going back and forth with this guy on Twitter. Nick sent this in. Nick's hanging with his wife. He's in a slot tournament. And Nick wins the slot tournament. So while they're waiting to get paid and, and, and killing time, the wife talks him into, why don't you try 500 a spin, right? Just try one hand, see what happens. If he goes 500 a push, he goes, yeah, give it a shot. He puts it in. One hand, he gets dealt two fours. It comes four four. Five hundred push double double. That's four forty thousand dollars. Wonder if he was mad he didn't get the kicker, which would have been eighty. But you can't make this up. He said there was a wife tax, but I mean, yeah, it's my idea. Come on. But that is, I'll try one hand, nosebleeds, five hundred a push. He gets four of a kind, four fours. That's forty thousand dollars. Boy, is he living right? No, no kidding. 
Wow, that's something. I mean, can and you imagine that feeling? Oh. That's your game plan. Why not? Throw it in, try one hand, yeah. and get out. He yeah. was hoping for, you know, a high pair. Something, yeah. yeah Full whatever. House. I don't know. Yeah, you don't think that's going to happen. And dealt the four fours. Yep. One lose some, the race. I wasn't the only one. 155 up to 180. Routed at home. by The, Mar- the Marlins have lost 10 in a row on the road. 7-1 to win. This is the story of betrayal. Another dog. This, these are uh, pictures where the dog thinks he's getting pizza. And it looks like it's Domino's. Look at look at his face. Oh, I'm excited, right? I'm all dressed up. I got the pizza. Yeah, this is going to be a great snack for me. Then they open it, and it's tomatoes and lettuce. And look at his face. And then the owner tries to feed it to him. <laughs> I don't want none of it. Look at his. Get that lettuce out of here. Get that tomato out of here. I want nothing, no part of this. The ultimate story of betrayal. Oh, he's so he mad. Thinks, he thinks he's getting pizza. He's upset. It's all healthy. Yeah, I he's don't got, want. He's got a gray beard, so he's been around for a while. Yes. He's like, what are you doing to me? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God, the poor guy playing with his emotions. Thanks to the person who sent this in. It is too graphic. We made an executive decision. We will not show it. The girl on the train yeah. with the feet. It's the nastiest eating, foot I've ever seen. Yeah, it's people are eating breakfast. We can't show it on the air. It's that bad. There's something growing on her pinky toe. But this was that. No one's safe. This is at the win. And the guy's barefoot with his feet up. On his on, phone. On, on another chair. Yeah. Where's security? Someone step in. Go, yeah, go say something, please. My God. And living the dream? Usually. There's Nigel the other day going to Germany to watch uh, soccer. Uh, excuse me, uh, tennis. That's what he encountered. There it is. That's the whole video. Just the look. They sent me to Germany to watch tennis? And this is what I get with the rain? <laughs> the look on his face. A couple bad beats. Oh, boy. A moose in Washington. The Rockies were plus 125. They led 4-1 in the bottom of the ninth and lost. And it's White Sox... It's back-to-back games, by the way. It is. And the White Sox first five. They led the Cubs 7-2 in the top of the fifth. Lost. Couldn't cash the ticket. Nope. Gave up six in the top of the fifth. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vcin.com to check the current betting splits data. Want to know where the money and bets are moving every game? It's updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. Find out where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Betting splits another way. VEASAN's here to help you make you a smarter, better year-round. Check it out. Futures as well. VEASAN.com. All right, we got a kick out of this. Joey Votto was on high heat with uh, the mad dog, Christopher Russo, yesterday. And uh, Votto, uh, you know, either heard it himself live or heard it through the grapevine. Didn't really care for what mad dog was saying recently about Votto and Zach Greinke. So when he was on with them live, I, this is oh, totally unscripted. Maybe he had a game plan going in, but this is great. Well, Votto, right. v- Votto just he, you know, eviscerates Mad Dog, and Mad Dog loved it. A couple yeah. of months ago, you said that Zach Greinke and I are hall of very good ball players. I think Zach and I would agree. You may be right, but I get the gist of what's going on here. I know what you're doing. You're looking down on us. A couple small market. Midwest ball players, just because we're not big city, just like you, Mr. New York City, Sirius XM radio star, Mr. National Television, ESPN star, with your Fifth Avenue ties and your crisp pocket squares, your tailored suits and your polished shoes and your hair, your perfectly coiffed Broadway hair. Must be nice to sit atop that Madison Avenue ivory tower looking down on us with those luscious locks. Not everyone can be the next Roger Peckinpah, Mad Dog. You should be ashamed of yourself. You're a disgrace. (laughs) Mad Dog is loving it the entire time. Thought it was great. Yeah, he's trying to yeah, trying to hold it in, and he did at the end. Is it Elena uh, on the right, the co-host? She doesn't know what to make of it. I don't. Yeah, I mean, she serious joking. What's going on here? It's like when Russo starts yelling at Stephen A. Smith, and and Molly doesn't know what to do. Right? Do I laugh? Do I? I don't know what how to react because he starts yelling at him. I I watched it like three or four times when it came across my timeline last night. The first time I was like, "Oh my god, this is gold!" And I the delivery. Yeah, it was great. I'm like, this clearly that guy. He he needs to go into professional wrestling when his baseball career is done. That is awesome trash talk. Yes. I know that Vado is, you know, he's has been one of the best sound bites in baseball for a long, long time, but that's that's as good as it gets right there. Loved it. Good for him. A plus. Yeah. And yeah. I think Mad Dog's probably right. Uh Vado, I don't the Hall of Fame. 
I also agree. There's a, there should be a hall of very good. Right. That's right. Yes. Granky is a, has uh, been a compiler. Yes. I used to when, no Le- doubt about when it. Lebertard show did that all the time. Uh-huh. Hall of Famer or uh, just a compiler. Uh-huh. It was such a great conversation about they would just run down somebody's numbers over the years and how many and there was uh, all like Stu Gotts chiming in. Uh, no, no way. Hall of Fame. That that guy only has the numbers because he played for so long. Compiler. That's it. But that was really really good. Um, only five games today in Major League Baseball. Yeah, you got the doubleheader to start with Otani, but that's strange, right? Oh, Nothing going on today. How, how many times do we get? I know, I know it's getaway day, but even on getaway day on Thursdays, typically you're going to get eight, ten games. Yeah. Not four. four. That wow. was originally on the schedule. Yeah, I know. Friday's schedule is very good, though. So you know what that means. So with nothing going on today, I'm going to Oppenheimer. Going to knock that out today. See how this goes. Three hours. Have you read a lot about it? Yeah, yeah. The uh, the rave reviews for uh, the guy who plays Oppenheimer. Um, he's been in every Nolan movie. You're right. And uh, auditioned to be Batman. But he says Bale was too good. I knew it was going to be Bale. What are your... Uh, but, uh, he, he, I, I read Emily Blunt, the guy... I'm blanking on his name. It's, it's, uh, it says with a C, right? Murphy kid. Um, Cyril. C- what, what is it? Cillian Murphy. Yeah. He would eat an, a couple almonds every day. That's it. That's it. Emaciated. Yeah. To stay that thin. Oh my God. I can't. Uh... Well, we'll see. Roper's on tomorrow. Roper thinks it's it's unbelievable. Call so I hope it. it. I hope it delivers. And uh, I'm sure a lot of a lot of people are saying too long. Didn't need to be that long. But I'm a big Nolan fan, so I'm excited and. It's great to have the summer blockbuster back. Yeah, the number on that to win Best Pitcher at DraftKings dropped. When we talked about it last week and what Roper had had to say, it was plus 250. It's now plus 150. I know other books were offering around 5 to 1, but uh, those I think the best numbers are long gone now. I mean, he called it the best movie of the century. So, gambling rules to live by haven't changed much over the years. What was documented back in the 1980s still holds true today. We'll tell you what they are coming up here on VSIN. Our NFL guide is out over 70 pages, predictions, win totals, great articles from Steve Mackinnon, teams that will improve and decline. College football guide comes out next week. Previews on every conference, best bets on futures and win totals. Sign up before the end of July. Get both guides and the full VEASAN Pro access all the way through the Super Bowl. Early bird discount on 175 or get the monthly subscription. Get your first 30 days for only $19. Offer ends Monday. Don't miss out. VEASAN.com slash subscribe and be part of the team. Uh, good thread here and always fun to kick around about guys you see at the sports book, things to do, thing, you don't root against people, that type of stuff. But uh, Bruce tweeted this out. His grandpa was Pete Axtell, who was a legendary gambler and prolific writer, and he was on, back in the day, NFL Countdown, uh, yeah, with uh, Chris Berman, uh, also Tom Jackson, and, and back in the day, and he always used to call it the Bay of Pigs when the Packers would play the Buccaneers. But in 1980, he wrote an article titled, Gambling Etiquette is Special, Outlining Rules of Gambling that Still Hold Up Today. And number one, he has rooting and celebrating. You can root and celebrate when your bet covers a dinner for four, but only lose your mind if the win changes your life. You are not allowed to root and cheer moderately when your winnings are enough to cover a dinner for four. You are allowed, excuse me, you are allowed to root and cheer when your winnings are enough to cover a dinner for four at Joe Stonecrab. You are not allowed to leave your feet, drop to your knees, or scream, I'm the king of the world, unless the score you make is equal to one-tenth of your annual income. I think that's absolutely fair. Very good. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. A lot, of guys, a lot of guys celebrate and go crazy, and then it's like you got 40 bucks on the game or something, right? Well, this will tie in a lot more to the rules that he has down the road. That's more at the but, table games, too, where people, you hear screaming and you hear this. And you, yeah, I mean, that, that's, I, I'm okay with that because if you, get, if you get a group of guys, you know, whatever in from Chicago, and they're playing blackjack, and they hit, you know, there's like a guy splits four in a row, and he hits it in the dealer bus, uh-huh. that, you know, whatever, have fun with that. Cheer. But... When it comes to sports betting uh, in particular, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not going to care for it if somebody gets in my face and gives me like a fist pump, huh? Yeah? I felt really good. I was at Mandalay Bay once and the, the, the dealer was tired of these, of, uh, these, these gals who kept screaming every time they won a hand. And then you heard the screaming 
And it was a different gal. He goes, oh, come on again. And the girl actually won a car. So that oh. was something. Number two, responsibility. You and only you are responsible for your bets and their consequences. This is obvious yet important. Gambling is a lonely game played in large groups. Before and after betting on a team or a race, the gambler may exchange ideas or share emotions with scores of people. Yet his decision and the financial consequences are his own responsibilities. Thousand percent. Beautiful. Yep. Beautiful. So I will tie this in. And someone always, you always want to blame someone too when your bet loses. Of course. That's the first thing that people want to do, right? Yeah. And also, like, if you hear somebody come on the air on VSIN, uh, you know, and they make a great case for a bet, uh, I'll bring it. Paul Stone had a great rundown the other day on why he likes Miami under, and he put me on it, under seven and a half wins. Uh, just don't, don't go overboard, right? Stick to your principles, bet like a unit on it, don't go nuts, because you're going to hear people all the time make unbelievable cases for a side on this network. I mean, it's 20 hours uh, every single day talking gambling. So, yep. um, it's up, but it's on you. It's on you how you determine what you're going to actually wager uh, with that bet. Number three, advice. You can ask for advice from better handicappers, but to complain about the loss or brag about the win, please. If you're a casual visitor to a racetrack, it's permissible to ask more experienced acquaintances for advice. As regulars and serious students of the game, they may save you time and money by revealing that the track is the fastest along the inside rail that the favorite in the race has been warming up. Blame. They may offer other opinions about horses to watch. But to acquire the information, is, is, is you're giving it, they're giving it to you free of charge. So it's not good etiquette to accept the fruits of the work and say, how could, how could the horse do this? How could you do that to me? And it's, and it's rude if it wins and say, well, we got that one right, too, when you had nothing to do with it, right? I mean, this all ties into, you know, being humble with this. All of this pretty much does so far. Number four, don't talk trash. The counterpoint to advice is the ritual of abuse. The first rule of abuse the amount of investment heaped upon a fellow better should be in direct proportion of the amount he's winning. When a guy is bellowing he's king of the world or recounting how he, how he swept the schedule in the NFL for a weekend, you're entitled to remind him of the, of the lucky beats he won or things that went his yes. way. Yep. When a better is losing, silence is preferred. A loser never has to be reminded he just made a stupid play. Mm-hmm. All fair points yet again. Again, this was written back in the early 1980s. Yeah. Never berate the man in the arena, number five. If you harass a player who lost the game because you lost a bet, you should be instantly banned from every sports book in America and publicly shamed through the streets. It's bad form to abuse a jockey, especially bad taste after a star is lost uh, as a favor. To remind him that he got beat and and remind the person who maybe gave you the pick as well. Is bad form about what happened. Well, that that you, so we'll advance that to today, right? When a lot of people like to immediately go to Twitter and harass players, yeah, on their social media sites and uh, basically call them scumbags or blame them for losing a bet. You're pretty much the worst of the worst, and that has a lot to do with fantasy and betting. You you should automatically have your accounts deleted, and you should be banned from Twitter and social media forever if you do that. No place uh, in, in the society for, uh-huh. for that, Yep, operating that way. My favorite, number six, the jinx or mush. A popular one today. A jinx while you're on the bet is a misdemeanor, while a jinx when you aren't on the bet is a felony. Very good, the last point. Yep. You're looking good here. No, yep. you're, he, he told the story. Pete goes on to his, uh, well, uh, the guy goes on to say, Bruce, about he was on a 40-to-1 shot, and the guy goes, you're, you're home now. You got to, and then he, he he didn't get there. The reverse jinx goes unmentioned. But that's another one, too. A far more egregious felony is the premature third-party gloat. This occurs when you bet on a 40-to-1 shot that is five lengths in front, and the guy next to you says, you can't lose now, you're home. <laughs> what he really thinking is, 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 I didn't bet on this one. I hope I'll jinx him, because if I can't win, I don't want anyone else to win. That's the same guy. When you got a three-touchdown lead in the fourth quarter, says the same thing. Oh, you look great here. This is in the bag. No problem. There's that, a lot going on there, but it's all true. That happened to you, right? There's a, uh, a famous casino host here in town. Up 10 bucks. Game six in Toronto. 
Yeah. Looking good. You had the Bucks at 100 to 1 to win the NBA title that Almost year. Almost home. Huge that, run. That was the year when every player in the Warriors got hurt. Uh huh. And the Raptors won the yeah. entire thing. Uh huh. You're looking good here, Paul. Ooh. Number seven. Always, always respect the gambling gods. You must constantly respect the presence of luck and the line you're walking between wealth and poverty. The second you think you have it all figured out, you can't pick a winner. That is good. Yep. You, 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 right, just look what happened. Yeah, look what happens in the last two days in baseball. Tough enough to beat baseball, but then you get teams that are up three and four runs in the ninth inning, and they can't close. And that's from Bruce, so there you have it. Yeah, I mean. The, uh, the rules with the great Pete Axtell, legendary gambler and passed away a while. A while ago, but used to be uh, Berman loved him. What's the part of the story where he won three hundred thousand dollars on? Yeah, Reagan. His biggest score, they say. Um, so this was uh, when he was going against Carter, and the bookies across the pond had Reagan like a seven dollar favorite, but he would just go at New York City from bar to bar and try to find every bookie. And get down on Reagan because he was looking. He's like, well, how can these guys have him $7? Yet he's, you know, some people think here that uh, a Carter's a cinch. His biggest win was when Reagan came in. And some say he, he won as, um, almost as much as $300,000. Reagan ran against Carter in 1980. Two weeks before the election, Reagan trailed in polls by as many as eight points. A few days before, he led by three points. With polls showing a dead heat... Underground bookmakers had Reagan at $1.60 and Jimmy Carter at plus 110. His friends across the pond had Reagan $7. He went from dive bar to dive bar in New York to find every bookmaker he could. His biggest challenge was staying sober. <laughs> and it, who, what's that worth now? What's the equivalent? Some say 100000 Others say as much as 300000 And his quote was, if I'd never bet on humans... I'd be rich, and he, and that and he made the huge score after uh, after that happened, and, and just saying this, this. Look at this. By the way, as a reminder, that year with the electoral college, Reagan won in a landslide, and I have the votes right mm -hmm. here. It yeah. was four hundred eighty-nine to forty-nine. Oh my god! He crushed him. Yeah, I remember seeing a picture of that a Dollar couple of years ago as a reminder of what it was like in nineteen eighty. Yeah, the entire country was red for Reagan. I mean, he absolutely dominated. I mean, he won the popular vote by 10 Mond percentage points. Yeah. Oh, my God, really. Destroyed Mondale, too, right? Yeah. Was that the, okay. After, so that was. Yeah, hard, the hardest part was, was trying to stay sober. Sure, well, you're going from bar to bar you know to bar. it's going to be a winner. Try, yeah. Try Dude. every book, find, try every bookmaker you can. All right. Uh, a fun game we like to play called Door Number One or Door Number Two is next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. 
Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. Is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Download the DraftKings app today. New customers can bet $5, get $150 in bonuses instantly. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for full terms and conditions. It's time to play everyone's favorite follow the money game. Live from the VEASAN studios. Hey guys, you ready to let the dogs out? This is door number one. New high score! What does high score mean? New high score, is that bad? What's that mean? I break it? Or door number two. You get nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. Here's Mitch Moss and Paulie Howard. Uh, we like to compare similar numbers in a couple of different markets to find out uh, which bet might be the better one to make. Paulie, door number one, the Philadelphia Eagles as the highest scoring NFL team at six to one, or door number two, the Cardinals, the lowest scoring team at plus 650. Hmm. <clears throat> That is, that's tough. I'm going to say Dora one, though. I just think the offensive line's so good and hurts and, and what they have in place with all the skill position players, and they think they improved at the running back position as well. Who knows? Maybe Hurts improves. That's possible as well. But is it, even with Murray, are they going to be that bad? I mean, I, I, there's, there's, there's two arguments here. There's one, yes, he's overrated and overpaid, and the contract's absurd, but he's not awful. Murray's not a bad quarterback. He's had some horrible performances, and what he did in the playoff loss to the Rams. But Very that's true. And it certainly doesn't have a lot of pieces around him. But I, I would say, I would look at Tampa or maybe the Raiders if there's an injury or some other teams, other possible candidates. But I, I would go door one. I, I, I thought you were going to go number two, actually, because the Eagles' competition is also very stiff at the top. Right? I mean, they have to beat well, up saw, the Chiefs. Well, they just stopped themselves in the Super Bowl. You know, the silly yeah. turnovers. So, yeah. Bills are going to be high scoring again this year. Bengals yeah. will be high scoring. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I, I, we've been here before, though. It's when you think, okay, well, Arizona's winning two games. Oh, no, I, I mean, mean, this, this happens games. a lot. Yes, When there's one team that yes. everybody anticipates, like, with a bullet, they're going to be the worst team in the NFL, and right. it doesn't happen. Right. That does, that does take place almost yeah. every single year. Uh, door number one. We're going to skip number two, fellas. Uh, door number one. A non-power five makes the playoffs this year, or door number two, a non-quarterback wins the Heisman Trophy. Door two, not close. I mean, who are we talking about? Uh, door one, it's got to be like a Texas San Antonio or a Sun Belt team, an App State or somebody like that, a Coastal Carolina. Because now you just have not that they're gonna they're gonna be good this year. But you have Cincinnati and Houston, these other teams, going into the Big 12 now. And BYU's in the Big 12, and you're running out of uh, little guys right. in college football. So, to make the playoff, I, it's, yeah, you, 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 I'd say it's Sun Belt, and that's it. No Mountain West team. Yeah, boy, yeah Boise would be another candidate. But, but I, I, don't, I don't see it, but that's another one, yes. Boise would have to go to Washington in week one and win. Yes. I guess crazier and things have happened. Run the table, win at Washington, be impressive. Right? Sure. And need help along the way. And as a reminder, yes. Devontae Smith did just win the Heisman Trophy not that long ago. So it, it does happen, and it has happened. Uh, door number one in the NFL, the Cowboys win their division, the NFC East at plus 190. Yeah. Or the Seahawks win the NFC West at plus 195. Mm, very good, very good. I'll have to go Dora one because I have history on my side. Again, 2004, the last time a team has gone back-to-back in that division. Um, man, that, that's a tough one, though. Certainly, can the Niners stay healthy? Uh, there's going to be injuries, but then again, it hasn't mattered who's played quarterback, though. Right. And, and, and they still lose guys every year, and they still find a way to get it done, and there's so much talent on that team. Yeah. I'm. Uh, one way to look at this is 
which team has the bigger separation at the top? The 49ers compared to the Seahawks or the Eagles compared to the Cowboys? I think the Cowboys are a little bit closer to the Eagles and the Seahawks are to the 49ers. Yeah. But also, I like the Seahawks a lot. I bet their win total over. I think they can be very good this year. Uh, Purdy got passed this week, so that was good news, obviously. Uh, I would. I did, would you, did you see what Jerry said? What do you want out of expect out of Dak this year? No turnovers. Yeah. Limit the turnovers. Yes. Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> the Bills win the AFC East at plus one twenty, or door number two. The Saints win the NFC South at the same number plus one twenty. Oh God. Ooh. What if Allen has a, has a subpar year again? What if he regresses again? You know, I mean, we've said that many times about McDaniel's. Chances are Josh McDaniel's not a very good NFL coach. Chances are Dennis Allen might not be a very good NFL head coach. Dennis, yeah, well, jo- Josh Allen and Dennis are right. Allen could regress, and Dennis Allen is oh, not sorry, a very yeah. good. No, either one, right? I'm not there with Atlanta yet. I I, I did bet the win total over, but that oh boy, that's tough. I'll take door one. Mm. Now you're Dennis Allen. though, that's true. I got see. I got to go. I got to go Saints because I think the Bills competition in that division. Yeah. Jets, Dolphins. Yeah. I think either one of those teams can can beat them out. I mean, they've won games the last couple of years with lousy quarterback play. So what if Carr, you know, stays healthy? I'm sure. not the biggest Carr fan, but they certainly have the pieces. Put it this way: I can't get there with Atlanta in terms of a ten-win team. No, neither can I. I at plus one twenty, I cannot bet the Bills. There's no way I can bet okay. the Bills and win that division. Yeah. Um, the Steelers door one here to make the playoffs at plus one thirty-five or door number two. The Lions to miss the playoffs at plus one forty. Oh man. Very similar numbers here. God. Steelers to make, lines to miss. We're talking about the Steelers coming up here in five minutes. Did you see their defense down the stretch? They allowed 17, 16, 16, 16, 10, 13, 14. Oh, it's 10. very good. It's ridiculous. Now, does Pickett take a, a step up and, and improve? Uh, door two. I, I could see that just there's injuries. We agree. The defense is so bad again. They get in all these shootouts. They can't. The games don't go their way. The coin flip games. I don't know. There's a surprise like a Green Bay or Minnesota. Uh, yeah, up the go door, too. Yep. Uh, door number one here. The Chiefs. Now, this is a great market available at DraftKings, like the stage of elimination yes. for all these teams. Awesome prop. The Chiefs to lose in their conference title game plus 450 or door two. The 49ers to lose in the conference title game plus $4. Door one because I'm always in the game. Right? I'm think, always I in the game. I think that's the way that you have to approach right. this. He's made it every single year. Every year. Right. There's no The Niners could win the Super Bowl. They might not make it to the NFC title game. Yeah. He lost two of them at home in overtime, and he won the other three. So it's ridiculous what this guy has done already in his career. This happened to me yesterday. Uh, person person that bothers you the most, door one. The, per, the guy who won't let you in, like when the road's going to end and you're ready to merge, or you're coming out of a gas station taking a right, and they won't let you come out, right. or door two, the person who refuses to return their shopping cart. Whether you're at a Walgreens, a Target, or the grocery store. Remember, you just you just let it go. They just let it go, and then it's, that, some, that's going to go into someone's car and dent it. Like if the wind gets a hold of it. Okay, I hate both people, but I'm going to say that, uh, honestly, knowing myself like I do, um, I get more irritated when I'm driving and people won't allow you to get in. Because I let people in. I'll do that. To, right. And if you can, you like... give me the wave, but yeah. Yeah, I like sure. The, yeah, ooh, right. Don't go overboard. Alert them. Let the guy in. Sure. But these these people who don't return the shopping Oh, it's, a, it's a, no you matter where you go. Line. Come on. It's, it's little it, to no effort to do that. And then if you're at the grocery store, that thing will have a mind of its own. Well, no kidding. The shopping, been you know... Using abused over the years, right? Um, by the way, they have like the return the areas. Rack. Yeah, it's right there. They're all over. It's right there. You're five feet it's away. It's in the parking lot. Yes. It's in the parking lot. The laziness, huh? Of people. It's unbelievable. In- incredible. Yep. Uh, more underrated band. We'll close on a high note here. Door number one, Rage Against the Machine, or door number two, the Beastie Boys? Uh, I have to go Beastie Boys. How they changed it. Remember when Paul's Boutique came out? It was trashed originally. Oh, then it turned out to be a masterpiece. People, I recall, this is a long time ago, but I recall people hated the Beastie Boys right. right away. They were ahead of their time and they had it figured out. That's that's exactly what I was going to they say. You know what they were doing. The Beastie Boys were... Because they were, ah, oh, you like to drink beer and fight for your right to party and all this stuff. And then, whoop, they throw you a curveball. 
with the second album. How good was Ill, Ill Communication? I mean, some of the hits, and they, they tinkered and changed their sound, and they were, uh, they had eclectic mix. No doubt about it. Sabotage is one of the best videos ever made, in my opinion. Beastie Boys were incredible. They were awesome. Yes. I'm also a huge fan of Rage. Oh, yeah. Uh, you have to be. I think I think both bands uh, pretty much get lost, but the Beastie Boys get lost more, in my opinion, than Rage. And, like, nobody, whenever you're talking about, like, you know, best bands of the last 40 years or whatever, Beastie Boys are never in the conversation. Yeah. They were they were phenomenal. And they had, I bet you the Beastie Boys, and I never, I've never seen them live, but I bet you if you went to a Beastie Boys, and I, did they even play that often live? I don't even know that answer. Ton of hits. If you, oh, it would be oh. Two, two hours packed of hits. Yeah. One right after another, like, oh my God, I remember all this stuff. I think that was the first cassette I, I purchased. Beastie Boys licensed the ill, and it was either that or it was Van Halen, 1984. Yeah, what a time to be alive. Oh, yes, no kidding. Yes. Uh, this is VEASAN's Follow the Money on DraftKings Network. There's plenty more coming up today, including Gojo, Dan Lebertard, and Ross Tucker. And here at VEASAN, Paulie and I work with the sharpest betting experts in the business. And you can check out all of the best analysis at VEASAN.com. Follow the Money has two more hours coming up here on VEASAN. And next, we'll talk to Alan Saunders. He covers the Pittsburgh Steelers. How big of a second-year leap can we expect from Kenny Pickett? And his, is he convinced that he's the franchise, quarter, uh, franchise quarterback moving forward? There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.